Yo, how's it going? Welcome to the Columbus Confidential Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Johnson. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is uh, our first one. Super excited to put this on. It's basically just going to be, you know, a rundown of what's going in, around, what's happening, just anything Columbus that I think is cool that's worth putting into, you know, a, a snippet of a podcast. I'm going to throw in here. So, Let's just get straight into it. We have June 8th, 9th, and 10th, the Columbus Arts Festival down by the riverfront. Um, it's going to be a super dope event put on. I'm definitely going to be there a day. Just going to have a bunch of different art. I'm sure there's going to be some smacking food there. And it's just going to be a good old grand time pretty much. Another thing that I saw that looks pretty cool is the Trash to Treasure yard sale, Saturday, June 9th. Um, presented by the Old Town East Neighborhood Association. So um, there's got to be some dope stuff in there. I always love a good yard sale. I would consider myself a yard sale junkie. Love a deal. So check it out. I mean, you're not doing nothing. Be a fun, something free, may I add, free and fun to do. So check it out. Yard sale, Old Town East. Going to be a great time. Car to go. Something else that you guys need to know. Um disappearing so shout out to all the little bugs that are going to be off the street you've seen these cars for sure patrolling around or in a spot the the smart cars that you can just kind of jet around the city in they cited their reasons for leaving um just wasn't a adaption to columbus which i mean i understand their major market was seattle and dc so i think that those areas are ready for that service i think columbus is on its way but i don't think right now it was just the best working relationship for them but you know i think give it a couple years it definitely could be something that would be uh added benefit to columbus that i think would make sense to have so there it is let's get into it up arlington so the arlington gateway um i don't know if you guys have heard about that development but it's a 11 story project um that's going to be on West Lane Avenue. It just keeps growing and growing. They're adding iterations and stuff like that. So the development itself has been approved, but they just don't know exactly how it's going to look yet. It kind of has a modern design from what I've seen. And it's just crazy what's going on down there. Um, You're turning these kind of smaller neighborhoods basically into miniature cities which is kind of cool because you know i think that's the best way for us to combat the growing amount of people that are going to be here is density because once you have density then it's a lot easier you have less water pipes going to certain places it becomes greener so i mean density makes sense this is awesome the way we're going super cool so can't wait to see if that turns out they also have the lane avenue hotel project up arlington Upper Arlington is just a straight powerhouse coming up in here with all this new development. So 1650 West Lane Avenue, significant revisions to the plan. Um, there was supposed to be a J. Lou restaurant that was going to be on the first floor, but they decided not to go with it. So, I mean, you know, I think it's going to be a cool project. Crawford Hoying from Dublin is doing it. They usually do a pretty good job, but... They're going to put some structured parking on it, which if they're going to put all of these high-rise buildings in Upper Arlington, for sure going to need the traffic or the parking to handle all of that just craziness. That's the one thing I can't stand is cities. I mean, the Shore North is bad about it. I've gotten a couple parking tickets from 
down there. It's whatever. But, I mean, there's just literally nowhere to park. Gallery hop, plan on walking, dog, unless you got the fire spot or somebody can hook you up. But if not, I'm sorry. It's just you're not getting a decent spot down there. Something else that's super cool, White Castle. Uh, so that old cool building, they're demolishing that and just putting a bunch of office-based mixed-use retail. They're really just going above and beyond with this whole thing. Um, they're breaking ground on that. They're calling it the Reach on Good Ale. It's just wild. I mean, the amount of new development that we're having down here is just crazy. We're slowly rising to becoming, you know, one of those top cities like Austin or something like that. I read something that said Columbus is on its way to becoming the fourth fastest growing city. So, I mean, it's coming, people. I love my city. I, I love being here. I don't see myself going anywhere else. So, that's that. Another cool real estate related thing is uh, Neal Avenue. 1334 they're changing that coffee sh or coffee shop another cool thing that i saw real estate related is a, a historic church 1334 neil avenue uh adaptive reuse so they're changing it into a coffee shop and apartments which i don't know if anyone's been down to the urban outfitters in cincinnati um kind of in over the rhine they have a church that's an urban outfitter so i like seeing this you know flipped around reuse of historic buildings it adds keeps the character of the neighborhood and that's just going to be you know awesome i love to see that compared to just building 600 units smack dab in the middle of some lot downtown but it is what it is let's see so i went to the airbnb council meeting it wasn't i mean i guess it was like a council hearing they just wanted a little bit to hear what the the people had to say about the airbnb legislation that's going into place so i wasn't too familiar with what was going on um i kind of wanted to pursue an airbnb investment a while ago kind of fizzled out um so i wasn't keeping tabs on it too much but now that i went to the meeting i saw they're talking about a cap on days on the amount of short-term rentals that you can have um you know, obviously hotel tax, and I didn't see anything else really that stood out to me regulation-wise about that. But the way that I see this whole Airbnb cake should be sliced is, okay, no-brainer, pay the hotel tax, not a problem. But putting a cap on days is just ridiculous. I mean, do you cap the amount of days a hotel can run out their place? And I, I see where people are saying that, yeah, you're using... I mean, some people aren't. They're running out of room and they're paying their mortgage. You have those people and then you have people that are pursuing it from a commercial. They have the commercial intention of using that property as that. So I think as long as you're running right, running it right, and it's not an issue. And the majority of times it's not. There are 700 to 800 Airbnb listings in Columbus. That's like less than 0.0012% of the housing stock in Columbus. So overall, it's not like there's a lot really out there in the grand scheme of things. And overall, there hasn't been any complaints. Okay, I take that back. Not complaints about Airbnb because there's for sure been a lot of complaints. There was some complaints there about just like traffic and things like that affecting, you know, it was from an older demographic. So I think that had something to do with it. But you're always going to have bad eggs when it comes to things like that, whatever. Sometimes you might have you know, a, a crappy tenant, but I think you just need to put the, don't put your blinders on and look at it. The market 
the best thing that I like to say is the market deems what's right, what's what's working, what's not. And we're seeing an overwhelming demand for Airbnbs in Columbus, Ohio. Do you have an explosion for hotel rooms? People needing hotel rooms? No, because I'm telling you, I'm a young man, you know, I'm Gen, I don't even know why. I'm before, I'm not a millennial, I'm before a millennial. So everyone that I know that, is my age uses an Airbnb. That's just the way it is. That's I cannot see that changing. I like it from my personal experience. I've never had an issue. Um, really, that's been too overwhelming. And it just allows you to be inside of a neighborhood and really just experience the authenticity of going to somewhere. It just adds that extra layer of travel that you just kind of get from you don't get from a, a generic hotel, you know, Hampton Inn or something like that. So, you know, personally, I love Airbnb. I'm a supporter. You know, I don't think they should cap the days. I see the need for a hotel tax, of course, like that. Maybe some, you know, light regulation on host, the application fees. Like, you need to make sure you're a good person and everything like that. But if we can come to that agreement and use it, I think it. It, it'll be beneficial for all of us. So, I mean, let me hear what you guys think about the whole Airbnb debacle that's going down in Columbus. I know there's haters. I know there's lovers of it. It's just the way it is. But I can just see them getting rid of the cap, taxing, maybe doing something else. So that's my feeling on it. Hope I filled you guys in with, you know, some cool information. If you liked what I'm doing, if you liked what I heard, like, share, tell a friend, tune in, hope to be dropping these weekly. So like I said, thanks for tuning into the Columbus Confidential Podcast and I'm your host, Connor Johnson. See ya.